Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. This week, we want to focus on a, really a minor market event that occurred the week end of July 19th, where the S&P 500, S&P 500 fell almost 3%. And very interestingly, the 10-year Treasury rate fell to about 1.2% after rising earlier in the year. And so, you know, that really kind of got everybody focused. What in the world is going on with the market and, you know, this comes in the wake of uh, our last episode where we talked about a mid-year inflection point. So in my mind, really what we're talking about is the market um, recognizing that we're in this transition from a um, sort of a pandemic reopening, uh, you know, sort of heavy stimulus supported recovery to um, a, a move towards looking at sort of the fundamentals in the environment and what the drivers might be medium to longer term. Uh, so anyway, we want to get into sort of what, are, what we think some of the uh, sort of elements of that, this scare was, what we've called a growth scare. And they include things like shifting economic growth, virus variants, inflation, and sort of the increase in risks uh, geopolitically, so geopolitical risks on the rise. So let's start with shifting economic growth. And we talked about this in the last episode, but basically in the um, uh, in the uh, second quarter in the U.S. here, we expect economic growth to peak. Uh, the consensus estimate is around 10% annualized for second quarter. And, you know, essentially, um, uh, that's sort of a local peak. And what will happen is for the next, you know, six quarters, so think through the balance of 21 and the four quarters of 22, that we'll see annualized growth each quarter that still sits above uh, the longer term trend. But that sort of each quarter, that size of, of that growth is gonna start to decline. And so, you know, that has everybody's focus, right? Like what's gonna happen to the economy. And especially we'll get into some of the risks that may cause growth to sort of slow a little bit. But, you know, long and short of it is everybody's sort of looking at that, the fact that we're peaking, and then uh, that sort of magnifies the worry uh, that other elements may cause uh, as it relates to economic growth. So, uh, of course, at the top of that list in some ways is the virus and specifically variants of the virus that might cause trouble. So the one that's in uh, particular focus right now is the Delta variant. It's highly contagious. And so, of course, for areas that aren't uh, assertive with their vaccination programs, that means a lot of the population uh, is still susceptible to the virus. And, and uh, Delta can kind of make its way around that part of the population and cause trouble. Um, the good news is that as they've done the studies on different vaccines, um, essentially, they're finding that the vaccines are effective against this Delta variant. So, of course, a bigger worry is a variant that comes out that is... Uh, uh, in a, where the vaccines are ineffective. But right now, this Delta is sort of being handled by the vaccines. As an example of a study was one done in the UK for the Pfizer vaccine, where basically um, the, the vaccines found uh, to be effective in protecting 88% of individuals from experiencing symptoms and 96% from hospitalization. So kind of numbers in line 
with the broader results uh, for these vaccines. So that, again, that's, that's good news. But, but variants of the vaccine will remain in focus and worries about basically a slowdown in the reopening or a reclosing that might be caused by that is, is a worry. Next on the list, inflation. So we've seen uh, sort of a pop-up in inflation. Most recently for June, the year ended June, CPI is up 5.4%, core CPI up 4.5%, driven a bit, a bit by PPI, so producer price increases, which PPI more generally up 7.3% for the year ended June with core PPI up 5.6%. So um, that's in focus for everyone, the Fed, uh, believes this is transitory. They talk about it as being transitory. And fortunately, the market sees that as well. So when we look at things like the 10-year break-even inflation rate, uh, which is essentially the market's estimate of inflation over the next 10 years, that comes in at 2.3%. So think of it as above the Fed's 2% long-term target, but not so much that the Fed's going to have to act because of inflation. But again, people are worried that but that the market and the Fed are wrong and that inflation's here to stay. And, and that'll be troublesome in the sense of uh, the Fed maybe having to act, if that's the case, uh, to uh, increase rates. Now, another uh, factor I mentioned is rising geopolitical risks. So um, there's, you know, tensions out there, uh, unrest in uh, Colombia and Cuba and rising tensions between Spain and Morocco. And, um, uh, rising tensions between the U.S. and China. Um, and, you know, essentially, uh, there's sort of the increase in volume, right? So President Biden uh, essentially aligning with our allies, aligning with our allies to condemn uh, China on human rights abuses, unfair trading, uh, and, and even cyber espionage. So tensions are higher. And so long and short of it is there's an effort going to kind of compete with China and also face off with them on some of these pretty heavy issues. And, and so the market we know over time is sort of sensitive to geopolitical tensions and geopolitical risks. Um, so let's talk about the markets more specifically. So the 10-year Treasury rate got to up to about one and three quarters, so 1.75% earlier this year. And we've called for higher rates. But the, the market, again, declined with this recent sort of shock or spook in the market down to 1.19. It's, it's come back a little bit. 1.27 is where it sits as, as we speak. Uh, but these worries I mentioned, the Delta variant, inflation, geopolitical risks, this sometimes results in a flight to quality, a, a bid for more treasury bonds. Prices are bid up. Yields uh, go down as a result. And so there's just been this, you know, potentially sort of technical move to cause uh, rates uh, to, uh, to fall. We think that the driver of rates higher from here, which is where we think they're going to go, will in include, um, you know, maybe better and more uh, better than expected synchronous growth economically, as well as just the fact that the Treasury is going to have to issue more securities to fund the higher government spending. Now, the equity market, interestingly, um, is uh, recovered a bit since the low that I mentioned, uh, you know, the move down a little bit that happened a, a, about a week or so ago. And basically, the way to think about it is, um, uh, or, or a little less than a week ago, uh, the way to think about it is 
that the market sort of popped down with these worries. It's traded back up. Um, last I looked, it was within about 1% of its record high. This for the S&P 500. And, you know, part of what's uh, supportive of the market is earnings. Basically, second quarter earnings season is underway. Only 16% of companies have reported, but like we've seen in recent quarters, a lot of companies are reporting positive surprises. So 83% so far uh, have expected or reported better than expected earnings, beating their forecast by an, a median uh, of about 13%. So again, we have, uh, as it relates to rates, a view that rates will go a little higher from here as it relates to equities, modestly positive through year end, but with a recognition that there are there's a lot of uh, sort of uh, nerves and sensitivity in the market. Volatility will probably increase, and that may trigger some moves down. So I guess to wrap up, you know, basically for all that we've been through, 2021 from a market perspective has been pretty good for a year, for a pretty good year for investors. Uh, we've seen a little bit more volatility, but it's been a generally benign year. And focus, you know, will continue on the economic recovery. It'll continue on the virus and the pandemic and the reopening and whether inflation sticks or not. And of course, things like geopolitical risks. So we do expect, again, volatility looking forward. Uh, but uh, our sort of base case view is for stocks to be okay and move just a little bit higher and interest rates, as mentioned, to move a bit higher from where they are today. So thanks so much uh, for listening uh, to this episode, and we'll look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.